Hello, and welcome to The Intimate Factor, where we discuss God's truths about love and life, bringing intimacy in a way you never thought. I'm Stephanie Smith, and we're going to begin this journey of love like you have never known before. Hello, my Intimate Factor family, and happy holidays. We are rounding down to Christmas and New Year's, and I am really looking forward to these holidays and these time off. Um to be able to rest in God and who he is and what he is doing. So today, um, I want to talk about old and new. So, and the number one thing about intimacy that I love about God is covenant. So, um, as we know, God made a covenant with Adam when he created Adam to go about the earth, multiply, have a good time, um, but don't eat of the fruit. Well, we know him and his wife, Eve, ate of the fruit. They were no longer allowed in the garden. So that was the first covenant that was broken. And then he made covenants with Moses and the Mosaic, what we call the Mosaic Law. And where Moses was given instruction by God to follow, you know, certain rules, certain laws, and from business to um, all around, right? All, All aspects of it. And Israel didn't like it very much, and they began to rebel, as we know can happen. And, um... They didn't listen, and they were brought into captivity. And we can go through the whole story of Bibles, right? The Bible. But here's the thing I think is fantastic. God sent Jesus after we had already broke the covenant, after we had just really kind of screwed some things up. He still sent his son for the last covenant. For Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, to be beaten for our infirmities and our transgressions, to take it all away, but even to take death so death cannot have us. So here's what I think is great. Um, we didn't have to do anything for it. And God rewrote a covenant so that we would have freedom. That we would have the ability to come to the Father unhinged, completely truthful, what we call in nowadays blood raw, and just lay at his feet because Jesus gave us that access. So when I'm talking about my scripture reference, I want to be very clear that Jesus did not come to destroy the old law because the old prophets spoke of the new coming Messiah. And we know that Jesus was that coming Messiah that came to save Israel, that came to save all mankind. So when I'm speaking about this covenant is the difference between the covenant of old of Israel, the Mosaic law, and the new law that has been put forward, what we call the Messianic law, the law of Jesus Christ. 
but I'm going to put a little bit of a twist on it for you. But let's read it first. So I'm coming from Hebrews chapter 8, and I'm going to start with verse 7 and go through 10, I believe. Uh, It says, For if that first covenant had been faultless, then no place would have been sought for a second. Because finding fault with them, he says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt, because they did not continue in my covenant, and I disregarded them, says the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts, and I will be in I will be their God, and they shall be my people. So he's taking the law the law to love your neighbor as yourself the law of love that if a brother should strike us on the cheek we give him another the law of peace there should be no hate no fear none of this in our even in in our homes because when Jesus came, he took all of that from us. But we, we as, we as Christians love to stay in this old place. I love Jesus. I believe he's my Lord and Savior. Yeah, yeah, I love Jesus. Him and I are, are one-on-one, but you don't pray to him. You don't pray. You don't read your Bible. And it seems like, you know, people always beat me about read my Bible. Because I'll tell you from my perspective, and I can't tell you from anybody else's. I have read many different translations of the Bible. I have studied many translations of the Bible. And I will tell you every single time. There's a breath that comes from the Word of God. There's a revelation that comes from the word of God. If I have a problem that I cannot solve, I go to the word of God. If there is a word that comes forward out of a mouth of a person, even if it's a trusting person, I will always go to the word of God because it doesn't steer me wrong. Never has and it never will. There's so much instruction about business, money, family, life, health in this word that if I ever needed anything, it's right here. I just have to remember to go there and read it. So when I tell people, read your word. When you don't believe man, read your word. When everyone else has failed you, read your word. Because it'll explain everything. But there were scrolls and things that they read. There were things that they spoke of. And I think it's so funny how he talks about the first covenant right? He talks about the covenant with Moses and how he would protect Israel and that he would. And and Israel just was straight up stubborn. Judah was straight up stubborn. And so it was interesting to me that 
Not much has changed. That's what's interesting to me. I reflect on what I read in the Bible. I'm a huge historian person. I love history. And history continually repeats itself. And we're back in a place of being stiff-necked and hard-headed. And we're falling back into our old selves. And we're falling back into... And and some people are so spiritual and so deep. They're religious and don't know it. And we're so spiritual and we're so deep. Or we're so... You know, we're scaring people away that really love God. Well, I can't do that. That's just too much. No, it really isn't. Well, you're this big time. No, I'm not. You know, and it's really just, it's so interesting to me. And how it's like, this is not according to the covenant I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand and led them out of the land of Egypt. So here's a question I have for you. What's your Egypt? What is your Egypt? Where has God had to take you by the hand and lead you out of? Or do you have family members that were in an Egypt time? Moms and dads or aunts or uncles or grandfathers and grandmothers were who raised you or kept you. And they had to hold you by, they were held by the hand, by the hand of God. And they were taken out and they were brought out of the land of Egypt and they have forgotten who God is. And they're keeping this old way and this old covenant and they're trying to portray that covenant on you. But God is doing something different in you. He's doing something miraculous in you. He's doing something that no one has ever seen in you. And because of that, because of that, you are now not in the will of God according to man's eyes. But I want to encourage you. That your covenant with God is not going to be like the fathers of old. It's not going to be like your mama. I tell my children all the time. I'm going to, I'm going to teach you how to pray. I'm going to teach you how to war. I'm going to, in the spirit realm, I'm going to teach you how to maneuver in the things of God. God's way and by the whole leading of the Holy Spirit. So if you start having dreams and visions. If things start happening in that capacity. Because you are understanding and getting in touch with the with God at the relational level that you have. Not mommy has, not daddy has. Because there will be a time when my children are not home. And they're going to have to know God for themselves. I don't want them to know the God that brought me out. I want them to know the God that brings them out. Them to have a fit, even though they have seen my, my kids have seen a lot. They have seen so much. And they understand that there is a God out there that loves their parents. But they don't have that revelation of the love of God for themselves yet. And so now that, well, what they're starting, a couple of them are starting to come into that place. But it's because I've never allowed them to, I've, I've helped try to teach them to know God for themselves. Because I realized something a few years ago. The covenant that God made to me about my family, about my call, about not even my call, just my love walk, about my serving and my servitude, right? It's not going to be the same for them. The world is changing. And they need to be able to pray and fast and read the word and be dependent on God and have faith in God much deeper then I believe I even had to be. They're going to have to, they are going to come into a place where they may completely shut down free worship. 
What will our children do if they do not know God for themselves? I don't want my children to walk in an old covenant. Now, if it's a remembrance, I remember my mom having faith for God to do this and he did it. That's pretty much all we want. The old covenant is to be remembrance of faith. And I'm using my children, but this is for anybody. If I have a revelation and if I have a covenant with God, I would never portray that onto anybody else, young or old. There are people that I mentor. There are people that I talk to and and it breaks my heart when they don't understand the, the passion God has for them. Because they were taught different. They were taught their they were taught a covenant of fire and brimstone, not relationship. They were taught a covenant. Now there I will tell you, every generation has a moment where it's like they're just really allowing the next generation to step up and do new things and go farther in the things of God and to reveal the newness of God on the earth and the wisdom of God on the earth and just so much but we can't keep those who are just coming in to be saved those who are inquiring of the Lord hearing God We can't box them. We have to train them and we have to guide them. And that's what we're here to do. He said, I will put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts. You know what, sometimes I read the the Bible and I get different revelations and I really believe that the laws of God have to be in our minds and have to be on our hearts because there'll be a time when we go to Barnes and Noble and we're not going to be able to pick out a Bible out of a section. There won't be a section. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. Listen, I always pray, God, let me be your person. (laughs) Because when God says, and they will be my, they shall be my people. Let me call, let me be called God's people. He said, shall be my people. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds. And I will remember no more. 13 in that he says a new covenant he has made the first absolute obsolete now what is becoming obsolete is growing old is ready to vanish away so here it is we're stuck in this place this old old place i went through this i did this i come out of this i've fallen and got back up what was me on this oh I'm being oppressed here. I'm being depressed here. My nationality is being depressed here. We're being oppressed here. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. Stop it. That is an old way. That is a definite old way of thinking. That is an old covenant. Fire and brimstone go to hell. That is old thinking. We're going to Sheol. No. 
once you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, God will be merciful on unrighteousness and on their sins and their lawless deeds. You'll remember no more. Tomorrow, it is a new day. That doesn't give you the right to go out and sin, but it does give you the right to repent. It gives you the right to surrender. It gives you a right to lay down your life for God and receive this mantle of new covenant by God. This new thing God is looking to do on the inside of you, but you're stuck. It's like, I don't know how to get unstuck. I don't know how to move. I don't know how to get out of this place. Read your word. I promise you. And I I, I can promise, guarantee. If you're in a place where you just turn, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to leave this spot and go and walk into this new covenant. Read your Bible. God will give you the answers you are looking for. Like, well, how do I find the scriptures? Well, honestly, you could Google them. You could Google Scholar. You can Google and say, Scriptures on New Covenant. There's a thing called a concordance. You look on the concordance. This New Covenant is beautiful. And the New Covenant is freedom. So I encourage you today, my Intimate Factor family, I encourage you to walk in this freedom. To walk in this place, this new place that God is putting before you. He's opening up the door and he's opening up the gates and he's saying, walk down this path of new covenant with me. Everything that you have known of God, everything that you have had a passion about for God, everything he that was even yesterday is obsolete. God is doing something so new on the inside of you. He is doing something so grand, so great. But if you hang on to the old, you're going to miss it. The old covenant brings can bring bondage. The old covenant can bring. And it's not that it was at that moment. But now that God is trying to move you into something new. It becomes your hard spot. Why am I going through so much? Why do I feel like I'm going to lose my mind? Why do I feel like my children are going crazy? Why do I feel like my marriage is going all over the place? Maybe it's a really good time to see what is old and to let it go. So I encourage you, my intimate factor family, let it go. Let it go. And allow yourself to surrender to this new covenant of God and what he has for you. Again, the scripture reference that I had for today was Hebrews chapter 8. I started at verse 7 and I went through verse 10 and then I did verse 13. I love you guys so very much and I thank you. We had such a successful year. 
And I pray that your 2023 is outstanding better, not just for the first quarter, but for the whole year. I want to let you know that you can find Intimate Factor on Facebook and Instagram, also on TikTok. If you have any questions about our broadcast, you can reach out to us at intimatefactor at gmail.com. Also, as you go through, share, 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 share. If you hear messages that you really like, share them with your friends, share them with your family. If you have aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, best friends, uh, best friend's dog that probably has a phone, share it. Let's get this word out to all those that need to know the intimacy of God, who need to understand how much he loves them, who need to understand like where he sees them. He's not some overlord. He really loves them as a father. And if you know somebody like that, share the intimate factor with them. All right, family, I love you. Remember, the intimate factor is a place where you learn how to be intimate like we never have before. Thank you again for joining. Thank you.